Are you ready to have some fun? Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yes. 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 He looks up at the sky in exultation. Yes. It's our special, the ASMR episode. <laughs> we should whisper the whole time. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. Try it. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to whisper. We'll just leave it at that. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Solid excuse. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to That Happened. I forgot what I was saying. Okay, let me start over. <laughs> Hello and welcome. Welcome to That Happened, where I, an anti-war veteran, Red, tell Scoot, an anti-sticky finger veteran, strange history. That, that happened. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely and not at I all I have creepy. to ask, do you write those out before? Or? I do. Okay, fair enough. I oh, wait, no, good. you can't give away my secrets. I think they're good. I... That felt very... Now I want to go back and change the beginning. Why? Because it's not good enough to write out beforehand. Yes, so that it is. So your spouse can be like, okay, I think they're good. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, I really like them. It was making mm -hmm. me laugh. Oh, yeah. I'm sure... Anti-sticky fingers. Our listeners. I am very anti-sticky fingers. I wouldn't describe myself that way, but that is very accurate. Well, we're trying to go for interesting, not vanilla ice cream. Well, I like vanilla. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. So today's story took me into a mesothelioma rabbit hole. Can you guess what kind of story it is? Like, mesothelioma is like that disease, right? If you right? got mesothelioma. If you were a loved one is diagnosed with mesothelioma... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what, who most of those people are? They're no. veterans. Oh, okay. So that's a military story. Oh, about Let's mesothelioma? Go. No, but it was featured on a mesothelioma website, which okay. I thought was crazy. With a whole bunch of links to their mesothelioma services. They offer five ninety nine mesothelioma. Tests or just? <laughs> I don't even know. I'm making up stuff. Um, but it is a you website can, for, for $6. <laughs> we'll give you mesothelioma. Yeah. Who, who wouldn't want that? I don't. I... <laughs> it's yes. And not. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. No, don't. I would love some mesothelioma. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> it's not a good whisper. No, I was just going to say who wants, <laughs> who wants mesothelioma? Yes. And babe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, here you go. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Now I have I mesothelioma. Have the improv skills of our seven-year-old. <laughs> oh, here you uh, go. <laughs> um, thank you so much. <laughs> so have you ever played Battleship? Um, Like the board game? No, the other kind of Battleship. I've played the other one, yeah. What is it? You no. Know, <laughs> it's a game with ships that battle. Yeah, wow. But not the board game, though. So that was your hint. What's today about? Battleships and mesothelioma <laughs> and ASMR whispering. Yeah. There you go. Wow. I'm so good at this. 
mesothelioma. You know, I screw. My goodness, I dimmed the screen, um, and now I can barely read it. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, interesting challenge today. So my computer doesn't die, but also I can't read it. Can you Ooh. see your battery life? No. Not unless I... Well, I guess I can hold the mouse there, but then I can't scroll down. It's a whole process. Okay. People don't need to hear <laughs> all oh, wow. my thoughts, my over-answering abilities. I, I never think you over-answer. That's why we work so well together. I really... I am very much like I explain clearly and in detail yeah that's because how I we're feel. neurospicy like that to me is the right thing and you vibe with that but i guess a lot of people don't they want the non-detailed ones the summarized you saw it happen in well, the military when yeah. i would talk to people and they were like you're giving me too much information well they're boring <laughs> big facts you ask the question you're getting the answer if you don't want the answer don't ask the question so what do you know about world war ii battleships um uh, not I think I know some stuff like I've been on I I've, I've been on the USS Hornet. Oh yeah. That was in California. It's retired. I don't know right. if it was in World War 2. But we stayed on it for a week, I think. Like we Oh, that's right. You did do that. Yeah. And I so if it's like that's the most experience I have with well, a battleship. Well, you and I went to one. Yeah, we did. Wow. <laughs> that one was a, the one I went to as a kid was an aircraft carrier. I think the one we went to was also an aircraft carrier. Yeah. Right? It wasn't like a battleship. Yeah, I think you were right. But there are big ships. Yeah. And you got to see underneath, inside the bowels. So I guess my question is are we talking to the about deck. a specific ship or just big ships that the Navy has? Um, For what you know, just. No, no, no. no for the story. The story's about a ship. About one ship? Yeah. Oh, okay. You're never going to forget it. Well, I forgot it already. Buckle so. in. <laughs> Buckle in. Oh, my I, gosh. This is so much fun. Okay, wait, Let's get started. I, wait, no, no. Back up. We're going <laughs> Do way what? too fast. Do what? Whoa. Well, I, have, I have six pages Pull today. Pull the reins. We got, we got Pull content the reins. to get through. All right. It's a two-parter. Anyways, um, I was going to say, I know that in World War One they had ships. They had a Navy, and they were like... <laughs> I think it was World War One where there were really. Well, they've had ships since like you know, ancient times. Yeah, <laughs> but I was gonna say that Old World Ironsides. War One was like when they were experimenting with camouflage on ships. Mm. I think it might be early World War Two, but I think it was World War One where they were putting like weird um, designs on it to make it harder to like tell where it was or oh, what direction it was going yeah that's really fast. cool um but then now they're just like oh paint it gray yeah it, i guess it works i don't know yeah i guess it's not worth the we're not maybe who, who knows yeah i don't know i want you to think about not you don't need to tell me but think about your assessment of the navy right now because one of my questions is is that assessment different so go ahead okay. and think about how you feel about the navy i've been doing some i did a little bit of research on the ford type aircraft carriers and ships that are coming out it's brand new uh-huh. and they've been trying to build it for That's like one with the elevators right yeah it's like over yeah. a decade and they keep fucking it up they've been trying to make <laughs> it yeah and it's got like yeah it's got little personal elevators on it so you can move ammunition and stuff quickly between the decks right and it's got some i can't remember what kind 
but like they got some it's got a, a bunch of new technology on it like new mechanics and all this stuff to make it more efficient but they can't get any of it to work yeah and so that's why it's still not made yet because every time they're like this is a good idea we should put elevators everywhere and it then, seems like just a little like circular it goes up one side and down the other and you just pull a crank or it runs on a gear yeah would it, be sufficient it's like they're using electromagnets or something for to make it more efficient and oh. more something but like it's not, faster it's not working but they can't get it to work <laughs> it, and so it's, it's just good. like it's taking them forever to figure out how to get it to work and yeah it's like a new type of aircraft carrier and stuff like that mm. so yeah that's kind of where my uh so today's story um, took place in World War II, but it was kept a secret, and it was accidentally outed. There was a reporter uh, in 1958 who was at a veterans reunion for one of the ships, and she was just like asking them questions and stuff, and then she heard from these people this story Oh wow! that we're going to hear. And then um, she went to the Pentagon, the reporter did, and they were like, yeah, it happened. Can we move on? Yeah. <laughs> We try not to talk about that. And didn't give any more details. So, but lucky us, the confidential ship diaries, the war diaries for the ships involved are now public. And I was able to read that as part of my research, which is really cool. So it's a diary for the ship or is it someone who was on the ship? It's a log. Okay. It's a ship log. Captain's log? They call it war diaries. Captain's log. Day 58. Yeah. Yeah. The men were... The men won't wear their uniforms. So we're starting in World War II in a small town of Orange, Texas. What orange, color Texas is, that? is uh, orange on the Gulf. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. It's on the Gulf of Mexico. They used it in World War One to build ships, and then World War One was over, and the city's kind of abandoned. And so, after being a pretty big town, it dropped to three thousand people wow. with eight percent population. Especially after the Great 8%. Depression. What does that mean? 8%? I'm sorry. 8% employed, forgot a key word there, uh, of the population. Out of 3,000 people, yes. only 8% was employed. And it was tens of thousands before the Great Depression. Wow. With that war. And so we go into World War II, and the U.S. decides to take the old naval yards there and build them up into the new, this is where we're going to build our battleships. Is this before uh, Pearl Harbor? No, it's after. After Pearl Harbor? It, when we Pearl Harbor happens, and we're like, oh my God, we got to... Join the war. Right. So they take Orange, Texas. It feels like there should be more words in <laughs> it that <does>. name. <laughs> it's orange, just Orange, Texas. Texas. What are you skipping stuff? What about? Well, I don't need to know what color Texas was. I just want to know where in Texas. That's right. You got it. Texas in the city of Orange. <laughs> uh, so they opened up a new shipbuilding station, built a whole bunch of homes and buildings for businesses, and overnight it became 60,000 people. Oh, my God. I know. Uh, That's insane. That it, is such a jump. In pe- I, and then in this brand new thing, they built literally hundreds of battleships in World War II. Okay. My question is, how long does it take to build a battleship? We'll get into that. Okay. I don't know exactly, but I could tell you. Or like a rough estimate? Based around this this one that okay. question that answer is coming as okay. much as i know so wait i have another question how many Give people were there in world war one building I ships know. oh you don't know i had more information but there's so much more stuff i yeah. kind of cut some okay. stuff for orange out i just thought mm, that's kind of cool well adding fifty-seven thousand people to this town yeah is insane it kind of gives you a sense of the situation in which the this, this ship was built right like it's 
a whole bunch of new people who yeah. knows if they know what they're doing. It's and like they're an just assembly line. Getting a whole new job, a whole new skill, and trying to build ships as quick as possible. Yeah. We don't. <clears throat> I know that. Pro, well, okay. I'm not a thousand percent on every detail, but World, World War II, we got attacked at Pearl Harbor. And then, like, they sent out three. We had three aircraft carriers. That's it. That's all we had. And they sent them out into the Pacific towards, I think it was like Japan. I've never heard of it before. And then I watched a documentary about it. Anyways, they went there and I can't, I think it was the Japanese Navy had them trapped. These are the only three aircraft carriers we had. And like miraculously, somehow we won and we shouldn't have. Okay. Well, that's not what this episode's about. Okay. Wait, this is my point. Get to the point. (laughs) My point is that we only had three uh-huh. And Japan had the perfect opportunity to take out the three aircraft carriers that we had, mm. which were super important and useful to us. Yeah, otherwise and, we can't get ships, uh, planes over there. Right, and so somehow we for murder. avoided that, even though we shouldn't have. Like, it was mm. a losing battle, but somehow none of the aircraft carriers got destroyed and we won. And then that made a huge difference. Like, if they'd have destroyed those three aircraft carriers, we would have been, like, useless. So I want you to know that there's a reason that you've heard that story. And not the story I'm about to tell you. Because okay. that story makes you feel good. Yeah. Like, America's awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, Welcome to the truth. <laughs> that's Yeah. That's why I guess I was like, how long does it take to build these? Because... We'll get there. Okay. So one of those uh, ships... It's literally two lines from now. No. I need to know now. <laughs> one of the ships they built was the USS William D. Porter battleship. Named after a Civil War okay. commander. Um, William... We're going to call it the Willie D. That's a nickname. Willie D. Willie D. Battleship. I think I only know of like the Washington, the Wisconsin, the USS Wisconsin. Yeah. Was like, I don't know. I've heard a couple quotes about it because it had a bunch of artillery on it. And some famous general made a quote about it. Yeah. This one is a destroyer. Okay. So it's mostly guns and armaments. It's made to escort the bigger ships. Right. It's not as big. It's not the biggest, but it's a fighter. It's got the most firepower. It's like a, a little sloop if you're into more piratical type of things. Yeah. So you really know a lot about battleships. I know some. I don't. I think they're very basic or oddly specific details about That's battleships. Fair. Yeah. Like, I don't know that much about them but i know like really specific weird things about them. well here's another really specific weird thing this whole story is gonna be <clears throat> so the willie d willie d remember willie is d. what we're calling it yeah that's it a funny was, name it was done after they opened the shipyard it was 16 months after oh so there were a number of ships built between when it started and they built this one, it was the 11th ship in wow. 16 months. I'm sure it has a serial number. Yeah, it's I'm just sure. every, all the airplanes they work on, they all have serial numbers. Well, that's kind of just like stuff has serial numbers. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I I had to say it. All right, now here we are. Here we are. It's got a serial number. Here we are. Zero zero eleven. I was telling you like this really crazy fact. Like they built eleven battleships in sixteen months. Like that's oh. almost that's almost one a month. Yeah. A whole ass battleship. And you were wow. like, Well, I bet they have serial numbers. <laughs> that's why I looked at it's you like the question that's I've been asking. <laughs> it's but it wasn't the answer to my question. It was a math problem I... to my question. <laughs> 
It was a how, visual uh, representation. How fast does it take them to build it? Well, they built Cereal 11 numbers. in 16 months. So. Cereal. You guys want to get some Lucky Charms? Cereal. <laughs> wow. So they're pumping these things out. Yeah. And they're big. I mean, granted, the... <laughs> you you said serial numbers because I threw, I threw math. I threw numbers at you. Yeah. <laughs> and your brain was like, oh, yeah, I bet they have serial numbers. And I was like, what? It's number 11. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yep. My point is that they're big, but they're not the biggest no. ones, right? But they're still like, it's not like they're building something small. It's a, they got a lot to do but to they it. built hundreds, right? This was one of the early ones. Um, <clears throat> and they've never built them since. And it was uh, July 6, 1943. I was so going to say, is, is it 43? Yeah, two years after Pearl Harbor, year and a half. Yeah. Is when it was commissioned into the army, so it's already been in the water and everything like that, under Lieutenant Commander Wilfred A. Walter. So it's Captain Walter. Captain Walter. That's right. Um, it is one of the most ridiculous, ridiculous or unluckiest battleships in history, depending on how you feel. How you look at it, man. Mm-hmm. It's too bad it's not number thirteen. <clears throat> so this destroyer has a crew of two hundred and seventy-three people. About. Wow. Uh, it's got a series of heavy and light guns, anti-aircraft, all this stuff, and torpedoes. Torpedoes. So. Good. That's the coolest thing. The torpedoes? The torpedoes, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I mean, you know, you watch any naval movie, and there's always torpedoes. If there was no torpedoes in it, it'd be boring. hmm Like, who cares? Where are the torpedoes at? That's what you want to see? That's what I want to know about. All right, let's get this going then. We're going to have a callback. Torpedoes? Yeah. Cool. Are they manned torpedoes? What, like people riding on them? Like they're going to the moon on a rocket ship? I think the Japanese had manned torpedoes. Yeah, because they were all coked out and doing kamikaze. Yeah, that's what I mean. They were kamikaze torpedoes. Did we do that? No, we did not. That I'm aware of. You said no one wants to talk about this story. Well, if you guessed it right, I wouldn't tell you. But no, (laughs) don't get your hopes up for that because the story's really cool. Don't make it less cool. I'm sorry that I'm excited. (laughs) You should be. I'm asking so many questions. Let me get to the story. (laughs) All right. All right. I won't say anything. I'll just say I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm messing with you. Oh, okay. (laughs) I want you to say stuff. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Great. Okay, so it had its shakedown in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. What? Yeah, a shakedown. Ships have shakedowns. What is that? So we shake it down. Like a health and wellness check? Yeah, literally. It's um, the name shakedown came from once you put a ship into water. Yeah. And then it's like in the ocean. Cuba's out closer to like big waves and stuff. uh, And it's all rattling against everything. Everything comes loose and shakes down to the ground. And then they have to repair everything that... Yeah, it's, it settles. As an aviation mechanic. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> Did oh that my with God. planes? Yeah. I mean. Just like I, have a test flight and see what falls off and then fix it later. When we worked on, <laughs> when we worked on the Blackhawks, they vibrated <clears throat> like crazy. Yeah. And so you were always worried about something spinning loose or like friction breaking something. But when now that I'm working on airplanes, I'm learning that they really flex and like contort while obviously you can't really see it but 
it to the point where if you put it up on jacks, you can't close the door. Really? Because the, it's twisting that much. But yeah. I don't think the helicopters did that. Well, the helicopters vibrated, like you said. Planes yeah. shouldn't be vibrating like that. Yeah. You're not sitting on a plane to see your grandma and having uh, <laughs> the life shaken out of you. Yeah. And that's every helicopter ride. You're just like, oh. I want to have my Bloody Mary. <laughs> just uh, nothing just left in the glass. You're drinking yeah. an empty glass. Now I'm wearing it. <laughs> Um, that after that, it went to Charleston, South Carolina to get its repairs, which I guess see, I saw that. And then I was like, I have to know what a shakedown is because did it have to have repairs? Wait. So it went from Texas it sounds like, yeah. to Cuba. Yeah. Had the shakedown in Cuba. Yeah. And then it went to North Carolina, South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina for repairs, for repairs. That's a long ways to like, we're going all over but the I place. I guess they're like used to it. Mm -hmm. We need to send it to Cuba to get everything to settle and then send it to South Carolina to repair it. And then it's good to go. Yeah. It all seems very standard from what okay. I saw. Okay. And then after it got its repairs, it went to Norfolk, Virginia, where we went to training. That's where these boys went to training. Fort Eustis? Uh, well, the not Fort Some, Eustis because okay. that's on the land. But they were on the um, Norfolk's area. Harbor. Yeah. yeah. And they were out there training. They were training with another ship, the USS Intrepid. The Intrepid got commissioned in August. Hmm. And it was out there training, and they were training with them. But it only... Um, <clears throat> I want you to remember, okay, so we got all these new ships coming out. They're literally building hundreds of battleships. Yeah. Think about how many people on these ships know what they're doing. Because <laughs> each, likely. like the smaller ships, like this one, have almost 300 people per ship. Yeah. The bigger ships will have... Uh, almost 3,000 people on a ship. Really? Yes. Oh, yes. my God. So that's so many people. That is so many people. And most of them farmers, yeah, that's, shop owners. Like, it, I don't know if there was a – there wasn't a draft for World War II, was there? Yes. There was? Yes. So, yeah, you're getting all these, like – you're getting all these young people who have never done anything like this in their lives and sticking them on this boat, brand new boat. Mm -hmm. No one has any experience on it. Right. We got really lucky because when we were doing stuff with helicopters, people have been doing it for a long time already. Some of them. Right. But, but we had a constant influx. Yeah. And, and they were never teaching the new guys. And we kept losing the guys who knew what they were doing. It was yeah. not well thought out in terms of longevity because none of the commanders stayed very long. So no. they didn't care Yeah, if the knowledge continued to get passed down. But, you know, that's modern army problems, which are big and bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And Wolfie. I, but, you know, when you talk about all the personnel on this boat, you have, like, every job you can think of. You got people who are just cooks. Mm -hmm. You got people who do just laundry. You got mechanics. Mm -hmm. You've got people, obviously, boilers, boilers like They're engine things, room. Shoveling things. Yeah. Like, you've got people who just do the guns. Yep. And the artillery, you yep. got all the navigation and charts people. You got all obviously the paperwork people. The it captain. is military. Yeah, you got the radio people. Like so, yeah. It's like I feel like if you were on that boat, you would have one job, and it'd be super specific. Okay. You don't need to know every single thing that's happening. You just do your one thing. I hear you. So but when we were trained effort. in the army, we also learned how to fight and do other stuff. Right, soldier first, and then your job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. You think they should be doing okay? 
I think when you hear 300 people on this boat, right. I think that's a lot of people doing stuff. Right. But it's like they're doing you. The issue is, is that they have one job and they need to be able to do that one specific job. And so you don't but they really have to be taught well. Right. And but, they have to have good leadership. Yes. Both of which are being. Where are they? We're pulling in a bunch of new officers in World War Two. We're pulling in a bunch of new soldiers. Yeah. Who's going to teach them what the right way to do it is? Yeah. On every single ship. And then they're like, just sit in this space, this tiny little space, because you need to cram 300 people on this boat. Mm -hmm. Sit in this space. Don't go anywhere. Don't move. Don't do anything. Just do exactly what you're supposed to do and nothing else. Yeah, that sounds miserable. So they're training in Norfolk for a while. Meanwhile, we have got World War II just chugging along. Chug, chug, chug. Good things happening. People dying. You know chugga, how it goes. Chugga, chugga, choo, choo. Choo, choo, motherfuckers. So um, we're coming up to the very big, very important, we now know, the Casablanca Conference, where uh, FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the yep. president in the wheelchair, and um, Winston Churchill, and it was supposed to be Stalin as well. We're going to meet in person to discuss how they were going to stop this war and finish it, what the terms were going to be to end it and all this stuff. It was a big deal. Stalin didn't make it? No, he didn't make it, but that's not really important. Okay. He was uh, yeah, <laughs> currently I'm... being attacked at the time by... Uh, excuses. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know. If you say you're going to be there, he better be there. <clears throat> okay. So they were like, okay, we're, we need to get to this conference. It's a big deal. It's super secret because they're bringing like major world leaders across the globe to Africa to meet, you know? Yeah. And they're like, oh, my, we have to make like a super secret trip with our important people. They're going to take the um, USS Iowa which is one of the bigger ships. It it holds 2,700 people. Probably an aircraft it's, carrier. No, it is... Uh, well, I guess it might be... Let me find... I'm kind of going off script as an out of order. It's the Iowa-class ship. There's only four oh. of them. Oh, wow. There's only four of them ever made ever because it is so big and so fancy that they were going to make six, but two didn't make it, so they only have four. Wow. They are massive and like a really big deal. Okay, so they're going to take their brand new, amazing USS Iowa, but they're like, we need an escort because of the U-boats and stuff. Right. We're like, okay, where can we get the ships? And um, Captain Walter is like, uh, he is a person who's on a fast track. He got moved up real quick into oh. his rank. So he doesn't have a lot of experience, but right. he's got a lot of gumption, a lot of ambition. It's going to get people killed. Well, he's like, okay, we could do it. We could do it. Yeah. And they're like, you've only been in training for five weeks. Think of how long basic was. Longer than that. Like 12 weeks, right? Was it eight yeah. weeks or 12 weeks? I think it was eight. I think AIT was longer. I can't. Okay. So if it's eight weeks, go back three weeks. You don't like finalize anything until the last two weeks. Yeah. Five weeks in, that's when you're hurting the most. That's like right before you kind of figure stuff out. <laughs> So these guys have been training five weeks on, like, how to maneuver their ship, how to work it, how to use it. You know, it's different than reading in a book yeah. in the ship. Yeah. And he's like, we could do it. We could do it. So they go, all right. <laughs> the Iowa says, yeah, okay, let's do it. And they pull the Willie D for this top secret mission. Oh their God. very first mission. Wow. Five that's weeks out. That's insane. And um, <clears throat> starting on hard mode already. Hey, he's a fast tracker. Can I look up what an Iowa, at least a picture of it? No. No? Okay, we have looked up the U.S. 
USS Iowa class. What do you think? It to me, it's what I thought a battleship was. So I don't even know what if this one's this one has twenty seven hundred people on it. Yeah, I thought this is the size we were talking about for the. It's the kind of ship that covers the whole horizon. I don't know what your scale is, but it's huge. I don't either. It's just it's, gosh, it's huge. So on this USS Iowa, we've got not only FDR in his wheelchair, but we've also got the Secretary of State. Yeah. And we've got all the top brass military for the U.S. Okay. So, like I said, it's a secret mission, but like, I mean, like you were saying, one hit and the whole world history would change. Yeah. That ship goes down and who knows what would have happened. Right. Are they, so we would have lost our entire leadership at once. They were on the boat? They were on the boat. Wow. Yeah. Going to Morocco. Our president, secretary of state, and all of our top brass. Why wouldn't they fly? Okay. I, I don't know. Uh, okay. I don't need an answer. Just <clears throat> Maybe they thought that you know getting shot down in a plane was more likely. Yeah. It's too risky. Because they got radars and stuff. Yeah. So, also, didn't they have to carry planes across the ocean back then and then fly them around that's a good point they couldn't make it that far but that was like fighters i don't know <laughs> i don't know that much but you're right i think they didn't have jets yet i think it was all propeller also our president was in a wheelchair maybe that's... flying was not good for him maybe yeah he had polio you know stuff hey. i love it so cool yeah didn't he have polio and they didn't want to let everybody know so they were like, he's just in a wheelchair for funsies. Gosh, I don't know. It's like a conspiracy that he obvious. had polio. I think. I don't know. Huh. I it haven't was, heard that conspiracy. It was like kept under the wraps. They didn't want people to know that he had polio. Oh. Probably, I don't know. But yeah, it was like, huh. he's just in a wheelchair. He was also the longest president. He was. He won like four. Three terms. Three terms? Yeah. Yeah, he was, and then after that, they had to be like, "You can only do two. <laughs> they instituted the law only two, because they didn't really think anyone would keep winning. But he was yeah. just an excellent president, kind of socialist. But what are you gonna do? You know, everyone loved him because he took care of his people. Whatever. And he anyway, talked on the radio, fireside chats. Yep. For like the, I think he was like the first president to do that. Yeah, but it was like a weekly thing. You just yeah. hung out with the president in your living room. Yeah. I can't imagine having a president that I want to listen to from either side. You know? know, you know, I have opinions, but I'm not like, oh, let's hang out. Yeah. Just listen to whatever he has to talk about. Oh, the about. president's talking tonight. Everyone be quiet. But I would if they, you know, if it was a vibe. Yeah. It wasn't just uncomfortable and kind of toxic and see-through, which how most speeches are nowadays. Yeah. Maybe it's because they're all speeches now. So we begin... This is event number one. We are beginning its career. Event number one. All right. Willie D goes to leave the dock of Norfolk. Oh, that's not good. Oh, you don't even have to say anything. <laughs> goes to leave the dock. That's, that's right. not a good they're event moored, number one. They're moored in between the two other uh, <laughs> destroyers that are also part of the uh, escort group. Okay. So they're taking three destroyers and it's right in the middle. And it goes to leave. It's pulling up his anchor as it starts to leave. And the anchor gets caught up in the boat next to it, rips off, 
lifeboats, the railing, oh, ship parts, and a bunch of other stuff. Just of rips that, it off. Of the, the Willie D or the no, other ship? No, the other ship. Willie oh, D got a nicked God. anchor, and that was it. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. We got a super top secret mission we got to go to. So, oh, man. Yeah. Um, Embarrassing. A lot of people will say, oh, there's no evidence for that, right? Right. Like, because a lot of these stories are based on veteran experiences, you're not going to find evidence um, I am going to go into the evidence, but I want to say that I think it's dangerous to look at military records and be like, yes, that's exactly what happened. And there was nothing that went wrong that they covered up because I, <laughs> you know, we of both course, know. if they have an opportunity to protect themselves, to protect their soldiers, to make the mission happen without it stalling, they're going to cover up in the paperwork. It's yeah, especially something that's not. I don't know if it's not life or death, but something they can cover up. I'm just saying, I'm not saying they do all the time. I'm just saying I've seen it done. It happens. So the evidence, uh, the war, we're getting into the war diaries. And there's like personality in the war diaries. You know me with paperwork. I love it. From the three ships. Okay. <laughs> so we've got um, the Cogsworth, which is the one that I, I think got ripped up. Okay. We're pretty sure. Yeah. It's a Cogsworth. The Cogsworth war diary was written by someone who knew what they were doing. So it's basically, they divide it into four hour chunks. Yeah. And each four hours, they're like, um, moored as usual. And then, cause they're, and then they're like, we use this boiler or, uh, we did our safety checks and everything was okay. Our anchors at so many fathoms, the chain is at so much length. They just like give details. Yeah. And it's then just they're like a like, status report. Yes. They actually say what's going on. If there is an event, if there's a pilot coming on or pilot going off, I think that happens with like change of shift yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then the other ship also had a lot of details, not as much as the cogs were, <laughs> but it like gave details. The Willie D. Uh... Oh, and both of those two ships were written. The logs were written by lieutenant commanders and higher. Well, I think I know where we're going. <laughs> the Willie D, almost <laughs> entirely by ensigns. By what? Ensigns. In, what it, it, it's like the private. You know, ensign. It's it's spelled ensign. It's like a private in the navy, but they're called ensigns. Oh, I thought you were trying to say instance. No, ensigns. So it's a rank. Yes, like a private. So they got this. <laughs> doing all their logs. The other two ships have a lieutenant and colonel. And it's signed by the ensign, which is my favorite part. Oh, my God. <laughs> this and this happened, signed ensign it. so-and-so. Who's pretty high. <laughs> That's pretty. They've been in for a while. And then they this ship has just a private. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> write something down. I don't care what you write down. Yeah. This has got to have something. I don't want to deal something. with it. I'm a fast track to a high rank. I got my own yeah. ship. I don't know it, what I'm doing, like but you're in charge of that. Yes. It's like radar writing this stuff down. I had a lot of mash flashbacks oh, in the story. That is so funny. They want us to do this. I don't so know I'm why they want the us to do it. Just have some anyone write something <laughs> down. I don't care what it is. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, what did they write? What did the Willie D write? So, um, you know, I said that they pulled up the anchor. Right. So, yes, that's not lo noted. No damage is noted on any of the three logs. I checked right. all through them. However... We've got this thing where it's like they start getting ready to go in the morning, all three of them. Four o'clock hits, and they're like, we're moving out. We're underway. And these are written by typewriter, right? So once you write it, it's in. Right. And then you update it again. 
And then they're like, they're all like shifting. I don't know naval code, right? But it's mm-hmm. like, we're shifting, we're moving, we're shifting, we're moored again. And the next four hours says we're moored again. And then, uh, let me, let me. <laughs> so it's like, we started moving, we're yes. moving, and we're stopped. Yes. We made They it all dropped anchor again and were moored. Right. They started to go at four, and by eight, they were moored and dropped anchor. Oh, my God. And then it wasn't until 11 p.m. that they finally got underway. Oh, my God. So I don't know if that tells you something went wrong, but something went wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's like trying to get a group of four more people to just do anything at once. But now you've got these boats with, like, hundreds of people on each of them. three ships that need to go at the same time. (laughs) I looked at other uh, departures. None of the other ones had, like, stop, go, stop, go, stop, go. Right? So it was like, they were leaving. They're not leaving. They're leaving. And people are like, it didn't happen. I'm like, it sounds like something happened. They stopped for something. Something happened. Yeah. So Someone forgot their phone. How you will. Um, event number two. Okay, we are in the ocean, right? Hey, they got we made out. it. We made it they out. They left at 11 p.m. And it's, you know, the middle of the night. And they're like, chug, chug, chug. They're with the Iowa, with the president, with all the top CEO, chief of staff or whatever. Right. Uh, and it is morning. Everyone's waking up. Uh, sun's coming up. And um, they were told they had to go to radio silence. Right. Okay. So this whole thing, they're not supposed to be talking to each other because they are approaching slash getting into U-boat hunting grounds. They're sneaking. Real quick. Real quick. Yes. They're trying to be sneaky. Let me check my notes. I know I've watched a movie. It has Tom Hanks in it, and he's a destroyer commander. And the whole movie is... He is escorting it's kind of the same thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in U-boat territory, and there's U-boats hunting them. Yeah. And it's like, I really enjoyed it. It was intense, even though, you know, it's naval warfare. So everything is slow. Yeah. Everything. You can't turn the boat fast. You can't do anything fast. But the stakes are so high. That's what it is. But I think it's, it's like, okay that you, it's slow because you could just fucking drown. That's what was <laughs> so amazing about it is you have to know what's going on mm-hmm. because you can't react right right you have to you You can't can't, yeah if you go oh no they're firing a torpedo at us you can't turn the boat you have to know for it to arrive yeah you have to know where they are so you can stay out of it because Mm -hmm. if you get Mm -hmm. into it and they you know fire a torpedo or whatever at you then you're done so the morning the sun comes up they're being quiet and then at 9 11 a.m there is a huge explosion in the water under everybody oh what is it? What is it? Is it the Willie D? Immediately, all four ships start doing their zigzag evasive maneuvers. So right. Like, yeah. All over the place. They reference like this book of evasive maneuvers all the time, and they're always referencing different ones. Okay. So I'm, I want to know if they sync together. Like if you do five, I do 12. Right. But they have radio silence. Right. So they just kind of pick one each. Uh, yeah, that's true. Just whoever's I noticed in charge. they were all different numbers, but you're right. They weren't communicating. It's like, Maybe it was like if you were in the back left, you always did this one. That's kind true. Of thing. Yeah. Uh, so they're all doing maneuvers. They th- thought they were getting attacked by a, a U-boat because yeah. they were in the right place. But they were not. Um, the Willie D had accidentally let a depth charge. I thought that's what it was. Roll off the deck. Oh, my God. Just loose. It rolled Whoops. off the deck. Fell into the water and then blew up because they had forgot to set a safety. (laughs) Everyone's like, oh, my God. What was that? 
Willie D's like, I don't know. Um, I have no idea what that was. We should definitely do evasive maneuvers. <laughs> <laughs> just um, anything to admit. They didn't just accidentally drop one. Yeah. Whoops. So that's the story. The evidence as a... <laughs> The evidence does not necessarily say there was an explosion, right? But it does. They all suddenly do a zigzag pattern. Yeah. And it's just like zigzag pattern gives you a bunch of coordinates. And then on the Willie D's logs, it says radar contact tracked until visible at the same time. So radar contact, meaning they saw something something on on radar radar, and and they tracked it until they saw it explode. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think it's so great. They saw it was visible and they were like, oh, was that? Uh, There it is. (laughs) That was a mistake. Captain, there's something coming off the back of the boat. Okay. Event number three, the boiler. Okay. Are these steamships? The engines are powered by boilers. Huh. This is like all the ships. They all have boilers. I'm pretty sure the U-boats are diesel. Could be because they're underground. Where's the smoke gonna go? Well, no, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. It's, I, from my understanding, the U boats are diesel. So that's interesting if these are. I just know that every time they shift, they turn on a boiler and turn off a boiler. Yeah. It could Anytime just be. Anytime they the, turn left or right. It could just be the term for the diesel engine, the boiler. Or it could be that it's some kind of steam, but I don't think it's steam. Anyways, moving well, on. Well, I'm not saying steam. I don't think it's steam, but I know that they have people shoveling stuff in these boats. Okay. I could be wrong. I have so many questions, but they're not. Just know that there are six boilers on the destroyers. Okay. um, And they get off and on. I will look this up later. That help the engines. Yes. I will listen to you tell me about boring mechanics I want to know how it works. It's not. Okay. So, um, this... Uh, the f- torpedo. Oh my goodness, the depth charge. These are oh, a lot of new words yeah, for me. It yeah. dropped around nine eleven, right? Yeah, Ooh, that's Ooh. a tricky time. Not a good time. And then it is eleven oh one, and they're all sailing along. Radio, radio silence. Eleven oh one. The Willie D just starts to fall behind. Its oh. boiler broke, and it took it. It just. And they were like, "Where are you yeah. going?" <laughs> it's just. Hey, Willie D. How you doing, Willie D? Yeah, they're way back there. What are they doing back there? (laughs) So, um, it took them an hour and a half to catch up after that. Oh my god! So they were just like stranded and unhelpful. So, if I was any other ship in this convoy, (laughs) I'd be like, "Stupid Willie D ship! Who Who brought? Who thought it was a good idea? One of the most important missions of the war, (laughs) top secret. Yeah, pulled these guys out out of training early. (laughs) They can't even drive at the same speed as us." No. Oh my god. Yeah, they dropped it. Oops. They <laughs> ripped up another ship Radio trying to leave. Sorry. And then everyone's just like, oh my gosh. And then they drop a depth charge. Whoops. <laughs> oh my god. What are they doing? And then they're falling behind for an hour and a half. Yeah. Just like, I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them. Yeah. Anyone else, please. All the evidence corroborates very straightforward. But they do catch up by 1230 that same day. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Around one. The <laughs> o'clock. The it's same day. Twelve thirty to one. <laughs> yes. Thirty minutes later. Yes. <laughs> day two of their first mission. They have way too many <laughs> events happening. Way too many events. Um, they get hit by a freak wave. 
Yeah. I guess the water's real choppy. They get hit by a freak giant wave. It washed everything off the deck. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> on the ship's PA, you can hear Morton, James Morton, please report to duty. Morton, James Morton, please report to duty. Coming! No, he never comes. Oh, I'm not coming! <laughs> he, he never shows up. And in the logs, they're like... <laughs> Did it get washed off? <laughs> they don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> they, were, they never found him. Oh, my God. No one laid eyes on what happened. Oh, my God. So the current assumption is he got washed off the deck. And no one knew. No one knew. <laughs> For oh at least 10 minutes. God. Did they realize he had, he was gone? Well, they never. They sounds like they still didn't find him. Yes, but they know he wasn't on the ship. <laughs> That's. Oh. So that whole entry had been put Such into the log. Poor leadership. And then crossed out in a single line. Yeah. Like, I felt upset for Mr. Morton because it was like I could still <laughs> read it. It wasn't blacked out. Yeah. But it was like, we're going to pretend this didn't happen, but not fully. I yeah. was like, it happened or it didn't happen. Called for James Morton. He did not arrive. Moving on. It's literally, yeah. Moving on. After the day that Captain Walker has had. We're just oh moving on. God, not By my this... problem. You know, this private was pro- the guy writing all these notes. <laughs> the yeah. guy in charge is probably like, "I just want you to write something down. You're not going to have to write anything. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. Nothing important is going to happen. Yeah, it's not a big you deal. You just write some stuff down. And so we and wrote this... down the whole event. Well, <laughs> it, like track something on the radar. Yeah, Wait, why'd you write that down? The captain's <laughs> like, it's going to be easy. Right? Easy. And then they're ripping stuff up. They're dropping sh- They lost somebody. Well, and what do I like, write? What yeah, do I this put? private's just like, what do you want me to put down? What do you want, what do you want <laughs> me to put down? I've asked that question He's like, I don't so know. many times. Put, what do I put, put down? Put down that we're asking for this dude. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's Ask in the thing. for so-and-so. We called for him on the PA. Um, he didn't show up. <laughs> you didn't write that down, did you? Uh. <laughs> oh, cross it out. Cross it out. Okay, one line. Cross it's not. You don't write also, down. Also, as a side note, the amount of pen edits on the Willie D notes. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many edits and pen like corrections. Well, you know, he got of yelled military at for that. phrasing yeah. and missing words. The other ones, fine. Yeah, because they know Not what they're one doing. Edit. Yeah, I just I'm uh, giving you the full experience. <laughs> yeah, I picture this is like the Our Flag Means Death show. Steve Bonnet is With all the, the regular captain pirates of the ship. And then Steve yeah. Bonnet ship. Yes, you didn't you didn't write that down? Did you? We'll cross it out. Okay. One little line. We don't want people to know that we missed. <laughs> we, we lost, lost a somebody. soldier. A, I'm sorry, a sailor. Yeah. We don't want people to know that. Okay. Fixed. Embarrassing. A fixed, fixed captain. So at this point, Captain Walker is having to call the Iowa every single hour oh my god in, in radio trouble. silence <laughs> yeah. yeah and be like this is what's happening that is so military <laughs> yeah. you make a mistake you're gonna call me every single hour yes so i can yell at you yes tell you what you're doing wrong for the rest of the day for the rest. and all morning yeah yeah oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> captain walker with the uss willie d reporting for duty did you guys lose anyone else i don't think so uh um, I don't know. Looks, we'll find it out. It's good from here. Yeah. No, no, it's all here. They're all here. You can trust me. You can trust me. Find out. And then you know <laughs> on that ship, he's like, I need a status report of every single person right now. Half of us are sleeping. Wake up. Yeah. He's a fast track. Fast yeah. tracker. You know, he's got too much 
pep in his step. He's got last minute commands. Everything yeah. needs doesn't to be know done what he's doing. as soon as I say it. Everything's a priority, which means he doesn't know how to organize yeah. or e- delegate. Everything's One a thing should be a priority. Everything everything's means a priority, nothing. Everything's a priority, so nothing's a priority. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, they're still doing that today, so I guess it makes sense. People did it back then. It just didn't work as well. Yeah. Because <laughs> they didn't have phones. They could just call everyone. <laughs> oh, my God. Phones chats. are the worst invention. Cell phones are the worst invention for military on this planet. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so they are get through the rest of the day. Just Good for them. Quietly moving Good through U-boat, U-boat territory. No more explosions. <laughs> no more lost sailors. And it's the next day. It's November 14th. Gosh, that's so sad. Right? Day no. two of their first mission. Well, I guess day three, but they left at 11 p.m., so I would say day two. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they had an hour the first day, and yeah. then it's the second day. Yeah, so day two. Okay. Day two. It's a beautiful, calm day on the waters. Now, FDR was in the, the Navy. The president is in the other boat. <laughs> yeah, he's watching the He's boat. in the, the other president, boat. every top brass yeah, in the Army, the Secretary just, of State, oh they're watching all of these things happen. <laughs> going on captain this is fdr i'm fdr what's going on captain uh, he's just like staring at the uss willie d with binoculars no, he was in the navy fdr was yes oh my god so, so he, he knows was... exactly what they're doing yes yeah fdr's just in his wheelchair with binoculars like these fucking idiots <laughs> who hired them just up to the railing just looking yeah i'm sending them out first so they can get shot <laughs> He's like, this dumb commander is going to be like, yeah, I'll go up first. Idiots. <laughs> Total idiots. With his, in his wheelchair, with his blanket covering his legs, just like, these dumbasses. Oh, my gosh. FDR is one of my favorite presidents. Yeah. You know I don't say that lightly. No. This story only enhances it for me. Anyway, uh, so, beautiful, calm day. The ocean's calm. They had gotten out just east of the Bahamas. So kind of about where we were on the cruise. Yeah. They haven't gone that far. No. So much has happened. (laughs) So much has happened. Oh, my God. Already. I'd be so stressed. (laughs) I'd be so stressed if I was on that boat. You know, you can't go anywhere. Where are you going to relax? No. Where are you going to make sure you can, like, let things go so you can move forward and do better? Yeah. You can't stay, like, in that locked up fucked up day that yesterday was you have there's, to have a better day there's no like ah, oh, let me go home and reset yeah you know no. let me go to my quarters and sleep next to three different people who are all, all f- upset about the day and we're all a foot away from each other <clears throat> there's no alone space no and you're on the boat this yeah. idiot's in charge of and it's gonna get everyone killed so iowa Remember I said FDR was in the Navy, and he just really likes boats, which is probably another reason he took a boat. He just really likes boats. Hey, yeah, boats, boats, that's, boats. Why he did, that's why he didn't fly. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm a Navy boy. No, no, we can't use planes. We can't <laughs> they're going to fall plane. out of the sky. They're going to fall swim. out of the sky. They can just shoot them. They're, they're done. We're going to have to We're gonna have to use a boat. So he's on his brand new Iowa. Yeah, yeah, that too. This amazing ship, only four of which were ever built, wow. right? Yeah. So he's so proud of it. And they're in calm waters. Things are chill. So he's like, hey, let's have a little show and tell. Yeah. He wants to see a ship in action. He was like, I want to see what you could do. And so they, uh, the Iowa gets out a bunch of weather balloons. 
and sets them up. Right. We are still in radio silence, by the way. They're good. For the record. So they set oh, up a bunch of weather God. balloons, and then they get the Iowa's artillery to start shooting them down. Pew, 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 pew. And yeah. FDR's up on the deck like, so good. Oh, my God. I'm so glad we're shooting guns during radio silence. Yeah. Oh, he loved it. Uh, we're not Ad- using the radios. <laughs> Admiral King is up on the deck. He's apparently this giant of a man. Yeah. And he's the chief of naval operations. So he's like number one head honcho yeah. of the Navy. He's probably so pissed. Um, and so he upset. has probably never been fired at before, probably. Mm. So he's up on the deck and he's like, wow. Well, Or he's like... It's not good enough. I can see everything that's wrong. But, you know, that's how bosses are. Yeah. But FDR is really pleased with that. And so Captain Walker is in the back on his little Willie D. Like, man, yesterday was literally the worst day of my life. I hope nobody noticed. (laughs) I really hope nobody noticed all the mistakes we made. kind of looked like a fish fart, didn't it? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what that must have been a whale. (laughs) Must have been a whale jumping out. Where's our seventh depth charge? I don't know. I don't think it got put on the boat. That was Shipman's problem. That's back on port. That's not me. I think the guy missing took it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had a thief. (laughs) Stowaway. Yeah, stowaway. (laughs) I think he took it. He rode it off into the sea. Yeah, it's all his fault. (laughs) So, yeah, he's like, "Uh, okay, look at that. They're hitting the weather balloons, but they haven't hit all the weather balloons. <laughs> Look at them hitting the weather balloons. Yes, oh but my not. God. <laughs> He's like, they haven't hit all of them, crew. They haven't hit all of them. Yeah. And these balloons are coming right towards my ship. And he's like, my fast track career is about to go down the shitter. Maybe we should. Battle stations, man. He sends everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. And so without getting orders or anything, he starts shooting down errant weather balloons that the Iowa miss. He's like, pew, 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 look at me, look at me. Yeah, yeah, I have a great idea. What if we shot all the balloons down? Yes. Even the with ones over the other, other ships. four other ships around. Oh, my God. And with, their, with three other ships, because yeah. there's four total. Yeah. With, the, with their abilities, they should definitely be using guns in this situation when yeah. not ordered. But I, they do it. Oh my god. They start shooting the balloons. Yeah. Hopefully not at the Iowa, right? Yeah, it's floating right in front of the From Iowa. From the Iowa. You missed one. <laughs> uh, Captain, that one's right in front of the Iowa. If we shoot it, we're going to shoot the Iowa. Yeah, I, we are going to hit every single balloon. Shoot it down. <laughs> uh so they're doing that. Meanwhile, down below at the torpedo deck, God. The torpedo guys are watching it. And they're like, everyone's getting to look good finally. We Everyone look gets good. to do their job. We want to look good. I want to shoot a torpedo. Right? Yeah. They're like really jealous. They can see the Iowa <laughs> on the horizon, literally blocking the horizon yeah. from where they are because yeah. of their windows. They're just like, the Iowa's right there. This is my one chance. Yeah. One opportunity. One opportunity. Just going to let it slip? <laughs> Um, their job, the torpedo guys down the deck, was to ensure if they're not in combat, the primers were not on the torpedoes. And then once combat starts, they put the primers in, and then they're ready to go. Right. Right? That checks out. Um, there's you don't a want a new... bunch of loaded torpedoes. Yeah. Sitting around your ship. Fumbling around. Yeah. yeah especially in a cart, in a convoy. Yeah. I don't think convoy is the word, but I couldn't find a word I, for a group of I, ships. I think like it sounds this. good to me. You get it. Yeah. You get the meaning. It's a group. Uh, so there's a new officer. Who's in charge of the torpedoes. Right. As I'm sure everyone is a new 
sailor or officer of some sort. Just a brand. And so he was like, I want to be on this action too. He's like, I'm not going down with this ship. I'm not no. going down with the bananas that happened yesterday. No. And so without orders, without consulting oh Captain Walker, God. he radios down and he says, we're going to do some simulation torpedo firing. Fire one at the Iowa, because that's like how you do the simulation, right? Like you're you simulating fake, battle. You fake shoot it at them? Yes. Fire two. No, there's simulation. So nothing comes out. Well, that, uh, okay. Well, that's me. I'm doing the fake. That's the torpedo guys. Oh. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Good job, men. You got him. Fire three. Oh, no. The sound of an armed and launched torpedo. (laughs) The whole ship heard it. What was that? There was supposed to be four (laughs) torpedoes, but they got to three and heard that. In the direction of the Iowa. Oh, my God. With the president. Oh my <laughs> god. Naval officer. Yeah. With the Fire Secretary one. of State. Mm-hmm. Fire two. Mm-hmm. Fire three. <laughs> you didn't actually fire a torpedo, did you? <laughs> so Wait, we weren't supposed to fire a it? lieutenant turned to Captain Walker, <laughs> the Willie D's captain, and said, Did you give permission to fire a torpedo? This is a quote. <laughs> <laughs> and Captain Walker went what and then it like clicked <laughs> and he said something along the lines of damn the torpedoes <laughs> that's the origin of that quote <laughs> oh my god damn the torpedoes <laughs> oh my god so in this that moment ship, this ship in that moment all hell broke loose that's what got it that's that was <laughs> the last straw everyone had a moment of what just happened and then just chaos screaming running <laughs> If hell existed, that ship was yeah, it. Yeah, If it, the, <laughs> I started this episode saying that there's 300 people uh-huh. on this boat. Yes. Each of them has a very specific job. Yes, you did. And for this boat to work, they need to work as a team. Yes. This boat has done none of those things. They are not working as a team. There's nope. so many of them going, I have a great idea. <laughs> I have such a good idea. We're going to fix this. I don't think the boss is going to like it, but fuck him. He doesn't need to know. Let's fake shoot some torpedoes. Yeah. At the Iowa. They'll love to it. show our battle prowess. Yes, they will love it. You can't shoot at nothing. You got to aim at something. So this section is called... <laughs> yeah, that's literally the thought. Yeah. You have to shoot at something, or what's the point? Yeah. That can, was... Of course you can hit nothing. <laughs> Why don't we eat the presidents on that boat? He'd be proud if we shot him down. So this section is called, What to do if you torpedo a president? Oh my god. You wanna brag about the Navy like you were before? I was just saying it's some really cool stuff. I think the thing I was talking about, the USS Wisconsin, I think it's an Iowa class destroyer. Okay. I think it's one of those really big ones. And that's why it I know a quote from it, because it's like this insanely big ship. Well hopefully now you know damn the torpedoes in a whole new way. Damn the torpedoes. <laughs> Damn the torpedoes. Why did I give that? You know this commander is just going to be like, I'm going to put locks on everything. Okay, if you were in that moment, let's say you're Captain Walker. <laughs> oh, God. You've just realized that without your orders, but on your ship, a torpedo was launched at the president. What would you do? What can you do? What would you do? He, somebody's getting flogged. Before that, what is your first thing? 
Okay, wait, wait. I will be Captain Walker. Be Captain Walker. You be the, the lieutenant that has the quote. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Captain. Captain. So good. Did you? I'm gonna be the best <laughs> captain the president has ever seen. So, um, dun, 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 dun. you know, we're doing dun, dun, the dun, torpedo dun, dun, test. I don't know if you heard, dun, dun, but our dun, dun, officer so and so decided to do that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, uh, you were doing the artillery, and he was just trying to like mm -hmm, be a part of your world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're trying to hit all the balloons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, did you get permission to fire a torpedo? What? Yeah, the torpedo. What torpedo? Bang. We fired a torpedo right now. It went. It's Who going did? to the Iowa. We did. Us. When? Just now. You didn't hear it? Open your ears. That would be what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. What great leadership. It would just be utter confusion. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, I'm sold. I, I believe would this. Need at you, would, least you would need five minutes that of guy, explanation. Whoever is explaining it to me would have to explain it so several times. So under your times. leadership, the president yeah. would have died. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, so we just like that's why I was doing that. That's why I was doing that. Because I'm just not paying attention. You're having like, a good time. We're having hey, a great day. Uh, I ruined we, my own day. We, yeah, <laughs> ruined my own day. That's what I mean. I'd be like, what? Like maybe I didn't hear this guy right. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. The torpedo we just fired. What? What torpedo? The one in the in the water. The one in the water. From like, who? I would just be like, we didn't fire a torpedo. <laughs> We did. It just we came did. out. Where? <laughs> I'd just be going through all the five W's. I know. And then questioning and then everyone. Like, it's right there. When did that come out? <laughs> You're wasting We so just time. fired it. Where's it going? It's going right to the Iowa. So, uh, Cap Captain, are you going to radio the Iowa and let them know it's coming? No. Because they don't know. <laughs> hey, you no, are right. Ding, ding, they ding. They, they should do know. not they, radio uh, the Iowa. <laughs> it's a U-boat. <laughs> No, we definitely shouldn't tell them. They did not warn the. They didn't oh. want a radio. They didn't want to admit it, so they didn't. Yes, they didn't call the Iowa I get a torpedo it. I get it. coming mm. right at them. Let's hope it misses, and then they don't know. <laughs> we don't have to say anything if it misses. <laughs> Everybody on the ship is running everywhere, and everyone's yelling. <laughs> yes, conflicting <laughs> orders. Oh my god! So it's this like, ship. do that, do this. No, don't do that. Do this. No, don't do that. Do this. I've been in that. I know you have too. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like what do you, you literally just have to stand there. Yeah, because nothing's going to get what done. What do you want me way. to do? What do you want? Do you want me to go over there? Do you want me to go over there? Are I, you going to just to stand both. there if you know that your ship just tried to bomb the president? Though, I mean, honestly, I can see why people are panicking. Honestly, I don't know what he can do. What do you? Can you shoot it? Even, but that was what I was saying earlier in this episode. They can't react because everything is so slow. It takes so long to do anything. That's so not true. They, okay. Well, I don't need to I'm do just that. Cutting just, you, I'm just let letting me, you know mm -hmm. there are things they can do. Okay. But it's not like they can turn the boat. They could radio. Yeah, they can. Okay. That's why they got the boilers. What, uh, well, I don't know. Okay. I'll, I'll be quiet. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I picture them close enough that so, they're like they can't do anything. They ended up in the chaos. Someone right. turned on a flashing light that's right. like warning torpedoes, warning torpedoes. But it's like, you know how everything's in code and messages? Right. So the code was saying, warning torpedoes, it's going the other direction, away from all of us. Oh, no. Yeah. That's the light that was turned on. Yeah. Torpedoes, but we're okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's because they didn't want to freak them out yeah. or if it's someone didn't know how to work the warning. Or, you know, when you're stressed and you're like, how, 
you need to have that stuff ingrained in your muscle memory. And yeah. these guys don't have that. Do you know? That's if, why you need more than five weeks of training. Do you? So yeah, <laughs> I know that Navy ships they have like a giant spotlight, which they use as like Morse code. The next one is the signaling. I was gonna say there's like the signaling one. I think mm-hmm. they also have flags. Like a guy uh, is up there with flags in each hand, I, and each signal is like a, a letter. So we got flashing light, which is what I just told you, and the next one says signaling. So I'm guessing the flashing light is the spotlight, mm-hmm. and then the signaling is the flags. So they started signaling to the Iowa, <laughs> that, but they didn't signal right. So the message they sent to the Iowa was, we are going full reverse, or we're going reverse and full speed right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay why why would they what? say that <laughs> i was just like what i just want to be the i just want to be the captain in these lights? episodes this episode waving their flags like what okay let's do it let's do it you be the you be the the signals the signals do okay. the do the i want to hear <laughs> i just want to be the captain of the boat they're of trying iowa? to talk to okay and hey you... iowa we got a signal flash 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 no, 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 but I want you to say what it is. I will. Okay. Flash, flash. Uh, there's a torpedo, but it's going the other way. Flash, flash, flash. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we're good then. One more time. It's a torpedo. It's a torpedo. But it's going the other way. Huh. I wonder who's shooting this torpedo. Where did the torpedo come from? Now we got the signals. We should back it up with the signals. Signals. We're going reverse full speed. We're going reverse full speed. <laughs> What? <laughs> if you got okay, to be fair, if you got both of those back to back, my first thought would be: Are they chasing the torpedo? <laughs> torpedo, torpedo! It's behind us. It's going the other way. Reverse full Reverse speed. Reverse full speed. <laughs> are they trying to chase the torpedo? What are they? What are they doing? So no one knows how to work the lights or the signals. So they decide to break radio silence. Yeah. They're like, we have to radio them. Like, we have to do it. This isn't working. So they radio it. And the oh operator says, okay, so the code for Iowa is Lion. That's their code name. So the operator goes, Lion, Lion, come right, come right, which means turn. Right, right. Turn right so they can avoid it. And Iowa says, uh, it, <laughs> it responds by requesting this offending station identify itself first. <laughs> Who do you think you are? They just told them, torpedo behind us, (laughs) going full reverse. (laughs) Iowa, turn to the right! Turn right! I'm sorry. I need you to identify yourself before you talk to me, (laughs) you fucked up little ship. Who the fuck do you think you are? Tell me to turn right. So, um, Why don't you go chase your little torpedo? Eventually. Jesus. The radio operator on the Willie G got his shit together and got the message through. Yeah. And the Iowa was like, oh, shit. So they started so doing. So sorry, sir. Um, this is the USS Willie D. And um, over. <laughs> what's what? Uh, okay. Tell me what's going US on. USS Willie D. This is the USS Iowa. What, <laughs> what can I help you with now? Over. Hi, we just, I, um, can you please um, request that you go right now? I think he, he told them that, that there was a torpedo coming. <laughs> so they good. knew. Yeah. <laughs> so Iowa immediately starts doing evasive maneuvers. Like left, right, zigzag, yeah. zigzag. Ooh, ooh, and ooh, ooh, ooh. all the little anti-aircraft guns 
or which are usually shooting, I think they're like up at the sky or forward. Yeah. They all go and turn and every single one of them faces the Willie D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That Iowa guy's like, I'm pretty sure I know where the torpedo's coming from. I will shoot them down before I let them take this one of four <laughs> destroyer out. Point every single gun at them. If they shoot another torpedo, we're taking their ass out. It's so great. <laughs> they thought there was an assassination plot. Oh my god, yeah. Like, like the Willie G knew what they were doing? Yeah. <laughs> On no level did the Willie D know what they were doing. It's pretty, it's pretty apparent. Oh my god. I can um, see why you started this with no one wants to talk about it. There's a reason you haven't heard about this. Yeah. It's my new favorite naval story. I love this. I'm having so much fun. So as the Iowa, because it's a big old ship, it starts doing evasive maneuvers. It starts pushing water around like crazy, right? Right. And one of those pushes, waves of water, detonates the torpedo. And so it blows up. No one gets hurt. Like, in like it turns right, and it goes whoosh, mm-hmm. and the push of water gets it to detonate before it arrives. Oh, they got so lucky. Yeah. They got so lucky. That's insane that they blew up a torpedo with a wave. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I believe that it happened. That makes no logical sense to me. It just picked How up that seed, happened. speed so fast, it created a big, fat wave. I, yeah, but it's like, the torpedo is fast. They tried communicating several times. Yeah. And somehow an evasive maneuver. Okay. So it blows up before it gets there. I'm sure. I think sure... all this happens within two minutes. I think that was the oh timeline I found on the... But that's what I mean. How did they get a wave there within... It just blew up. Let's be honest. It just blew up. <laughs> it just blew up. Someone FDR was a set, puppet for the rest of the time. Someone set the timer wrong. It blew up. before. <laughs> it was supposed to hit the, the Iowa. It did not. And the Willie D's like, oh, must have been the waves from our amazing evasive maneuvers we saved the day we are heroes because we saved you you're welcome we told you that shit was coming jot that down eventually (laughs) put it in the record no one will question it the guy who made the mistake uh his name's private dawson or ensign dawson the guy who pulled the trigger he didn't remove the i can't remember what the word was right oh the primer the treasure yeah primer um, he didn't remove it, and then he just threw it overboard. <laughs> like, the residue and shit. He gathered it and threw it overboard. All the evidence was gone. Oh, so... The... <laughs> it wasn't me. This... No one will know. It came yeah, from us. <laughs> the accountability of this ship is awful. Oh, so, my God. Everyone's okay. We've survived this Whew! little event. <laughs> Man, that's another close call. The Iowa radios the Willie D. Right, of course. Asked to speak to Captain Walker. Put that motherfucker on the phone. I want to talk to Captain Walker. I don't want to talk to Private Jones anymore. (laughs) He doesn't even ask for permission. I don't want to talk to Radar. (laughs) I don't want to talk to the spotlight guy or the flag guy because they don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) Reverse pulse. I want to talk to Dr. Walker. Put him on the phone. Uh, And then they say, I say Dr. um, Walker. Yeah, Captain. Captain Walker. <laughs> Official Walker. <laughs> Dr. Walker. <laughs> captain, I want to talk to the captain. And they're like, so, um, 
Where did that come from? Where did it come from? Didn't seem like it was going the other way, like your spotlight guy said. Where do you think this torpedo came from, Captain Walker? Where could a torpedo have possibly come and from? Captain says weakly, we did it. <laughs> it seems like it was one of ours. We did it. We, uh, this is a direct quote. <laughs> We did it. We did it. <laughs> we did it. Yay. We did it. We did it. We, we did, did it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, are you excited? <laughs> You're lucky I saved your ass, Iowa. So this event is in the War Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> All the stuff oh, that gets man. out. This doesn't have a line through it. As a side note, the Iowa War Diaries were some of the best War Diaries I've ever read. Like I was slogging through pages. Of these other three destroyers. Yeah. <laughs> and then the minute I laid eyes on the Iowa War Diary, I was like, wow, I know what they're doing. I, can, I know where they're going. I, can... I know what they're checking. It was, you know, I'm a paperwork person. Yeah. I was like, this is so calming and satisfying That's why to they see. have it. That's uh-huh. why it's there. So if something happens, you can look back. It's like the black box for aviation. You can look back and go, this is what happened. This is how we got here. So if <laughs> If you're trying to read the Willie D's, you go, what is going on? Why is some of this mm-hmm. scratched out? Why are there so many edits in it? I don't know what's happening. And no details. No, yeah. Did they never do a safety check? Because not one's listed. <laughs> Did they never change Probably the boilers? Didn't. Because not one changing boilers is listed. Every other ship was like, turned off this boiler, turned on this one. It like noted all those things. Oh, my Nothing God. Nothing in the Willie D. Oh, wow. There. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like you put um, someone that we know. I shouldn't say their name, but someone that we know. Um, in charge, who, in charge of the paperwork, yeah. and was like they could do it. Oh, it'll and be just fine. Eventually, gets kicked off all paperwork forever. Yeah, and all maintenance forever. Go, go. Remember that that yeah. happened. <laughs> One of the maintenance guys got kicked off maintenance forever. I wish you were standing on the deck when a rogue wave hit. Oh, oh my gosh! I forgot to tell you one of the best parts. What? Now I'm really upset. Okay, we're gonna rewind. The torpedo is on its way to the Iowa. Okay. And the Iowa has figured out the torpedo is coming. <laughs> they don't trust the Willie D at all. There's a torpedo that's going the other way. Someone check that. <laughs> Someone look where this torpedo is. These motherfuckers don't know what they're doing. Torpedo. Yeah, it's like saying bomb in an Top airport. Top secret and they're babysitting a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> it's With like, weapons. It's like if you're trying to sneak into a house and you bring your child. You're like, be as quiet as possible. Everyone be as quiet as you can. <laughs> Everyone's gone on safe. I don't know. Let me check. <laughs> no. Nope. Like, oh my god. Um, FDR heard of the incoming torpedo. Yeah. And he's in his, you know, wheelchair, hanging out in his yeah. amazing ship. He's really happy. And what do you think he does? I don't know. I literally don't know. Okay, let's get an introduction to you to what a badass FDR is. Okay. He says, "I want to be taken to the railing." To see what is coming my way. He's got the, I called it, he's got the binoculars. Yes. And the blankie. I literally have and a picture I'm going to use for this episode of yeah. FDR with binoculars on the railing of the ship. I called it. I called it. Like, and let me see that out. shit. Let me see those motherfuckers. Yeah. That's, what that's are they what doing did. over there? That's yeah. Oh, There's a torpedo coming. Let me see this. Let me get, see. Get me over there. And his secret service was like following him. And he like pulled his pistol out ready to. Ready to fight somebody? <laughs> Just shoot the torpedo, I guess. Yeah. I <laughs> Gonna save the day. <laughs> A save you, President Day. 
let's be real. FDR shot the torpedo, and then they were like, it was a wave. It was a wave. <laughs> Never happened. Never happened. So. <laughs> There's no trust with this Willie D shit. The next morning. <laughs> oh, my God. The next morning. All three ships are relieved of duty. All three ships? Yeah. <laughs> the the Iowa's just like, you're done. You're all done. I'm done with all the ships. This was a terrible idea. We never should have brought any of you. The other two ships, Those four ships, so far, have been doing just their job. Yeah. The group punishment. Yep. No more. Three new ships showed up, and then all three were sent to Bermuda. Dang, to I was having a good time. <laughs> uh, the Willie D arrives at Bermuda immediately gets surrounded by marines and the entire crew is arrested oh my god yeah it's supposed to be the first in as far as i can tell only time that the entire crew of a ship was arrested they said we just gonna do a hard reset hard reset on this one they arrested the whole crew they didn't keep the whole crew in jail um but it was for the investigation and everything they just brought the whole crew out through the box i hope they weren't all arrested. Well, that is the story. But, but, but However, no, I, oh, like kept in jail. Right? If they're all arrested, that's fine. I don't, I'm not upset about that. But kept in jail, I'm like, it's not everyone's fault. Yeah. It's the people in charge's fault. They're doing the investigation in Bermuda. Right. While okay. the ship's under marine weaponry, while they're holding it down, weapons aimed at them. The whole crew's taken out. That's the what it said. However, looking at the logs... Throughout the three or four days it's in Bermuda, which it is there for a while. Right. It's the same name signing off the logs. So not everybody, but I feel like maybe all the lower ranking and certain officers. Yeah. Yeah. They took most of them off of it. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Um, But there were the same names on the logs. So Okay. It's not like the guy changed. It is. There is a, like three days later. There's a handwritten note. This is my favorite part because you know I'm just like fiddling through and reading like every day of the logs. Yeah. A handwritten note above and it says 1300 Commander of the Cogsworth, which is one of the other two ships. Yeah. Uh, holds the pen, takes the pennant for the uh, Willie D. What so does I that guess mean? I am assuming that means that he took over. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's like handwritten in. I'm in charge of the ship now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like it's someone just got in big trouble, and I'm just gonna. Yeah. Okay. This yeah, is mine now. It's mine now. Uh, yeah. Captain Walker got in big, big trouble. <laughs> Whether or not it's his fault directly, it was a mess. <laughs> the fact that they were even there in the first place is his fault. Because he volunteered that ship for before it before they were ready. Yes. Because he wanted to put himself first. Yeah. You can't put yourself no. first. What is that guy doing? Being a modern army leader. Oh, my God. That's some modern leadership right there. Yeah. So they're under investigation in Bermuda, and they do get Dawson, the torpedo guy. Okay. He does finally confess. Oh, he does. He says, it was me. It was an accident. I left the primer in a torpedo, and then I got scared and threw the evidence away. This is the private? Yeah. Okay. So he admits to it. Yeah. Everyone else gets released. And he gets sentenced to 14 years hard labor. Oh, my God. He's 22 years old. You gotta love the military. Man, they love someone to blame. They oh, love yeah. someone to blame. And really fucking blame him. It wasn't his fault that the captain was like, five weeks is good. You know what to do. 
That, that he was trying to show off. That the torpedo boss was like, let's do an unscheduled firing. Yes, without double checking, without even yeah. checking once, but single checking the primers. He's he was the like, one. Fire. Yeah, he's the one who didn't take the primer out. So they're like, he's going to do 14 he years got for it. All the trouble. And the officers got no trouble. Oh and if you're God. wondering if we've gotten better today, we have not. No, absolutely it's not. It's exactly the same today in the military. Who did it? It's the lowest Doesn't matter rank. why they did it's it. It's all the trouble. Even though the leaders are like, we're responsible. They never are yeah. held accountable. Never. That sucks for him. But oh. you know how I said FDR is my favorite president? Yeah. So he got sentenced 14 years and FDR pardoned him. Almost wow. immediately. He was like, no, it was an accident. Yeah. You know. It's clearly a mistake. Let it fucking you guys, go. Can we? We're... Oh do you, my God. do you like FDR a little more? Yes. Why? Yep. Thank God for that. that. Yep. Dude does not deserve to go for 14 years hard labor. No. It's no. Hell no. By himself. Hell no. I can mm -hmm. understand if they arrested all of the people responsible, but the one guy. Yeah, only him. That's so messed up. But we had a good president there for a bit. He pardoned him. And then um, the officers, they did get in trouble. Yeah, they got a wrist slap. They got wrist slaps, and they got placements where it was hard to move up in the ranks. Oh, so no. They get happened. paid lots of money for the rest of their career so and have little danger to their lives. Happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's move them somewhere. <laughs> yep. Yep. Let's send this guy to 14 years hard labor. Yep. Oh, my God. Military. So accurate. They set them up for failure. Yeah. These... They do nothing Sailors for everybody else. We're honestly, in my mind, they were doing their best. Yeah. They're just brand new. Maybe they shouldn't have been on a, one of the most important secret missions of World War II. Maybe. Five weeks. After five weeks of training. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in five weeks. No, hell no. Like, right? It's, it's different. It's like, you know, you were saying that you can train it up. And I'm like, yeah, but you got to have it in your muscle memory. Um when you're scared and when your adrenaline's going. Oh, yeah. And and so that takes a bit more time and fear practice. Practice yeah. when your adrenaline's going. Or so much practice that you just go into, like, automatic mode. Right. What's your automatic mode should be what you did a million times. Right, but... It, okay. These guys never got that chance. I hear that, but automatic mode should be primers loaded. That, that too. That right? too. They're they're doing a training, which isn't what they're supposed. Which means it's on the officer. Yeah. For not knowing double checking his crew. Yeah. Everyone mm -hmm. double check. Make sure there's no primers in there. He's just like, we're gonna do a training. Every, all right, fire he one. Got caught up in the fire whirlwind. Two. Yeah. Fire three. FDR was like, ooh ah. So that kid's muscle memory is make sure the primers loaded. Like you don't want to be in mm. wartime because they're in wartime. Yeah. They're fighting. Could be U boats below them right now. You don't want to be firing torpedoes without primers in them. No. So. But he did get pardoned thanks to one good president. That kid's so lucky. He is because there's so many people out there in the military who have not had that opportunity. No. And who just suffer. Yeah, they just get screwed over. So the Willie D got placed <laughs> in the frozen north. Its next post was the Aleutian Islands. Where's that? Uh, you know, I had to Google it. It's the, the Aleutian Islands are like the, all those islands coming off Alaska. 
Oh wow! They're called the Aleutian Islands. It went and from they were, the Bahamas they, to that. Yeah, and they were posted at the very northern tip of them, way up in the cold, By where Russia. nothing happens. Yeah, nothing happened. They were like, just go hang out up there. You're not going to hurt anybody. That's like it's called like the land bridge or something, right? <clears throat> yeah, it was mm, tens of thousands of years right. ago. That's what I mean. But like, <clears throat> <laughs> oh, so that's where they got sent. Um, there is a story unverified that while they were up there, someone was fiddling around on the guns and shot a bomb into a commander's garden and rearranged their garden on land <laughs> at their house. What? Yeah, because they're just digging around for like a year and a half up in the Aleutian Islands. They just stuck them as far away as possible. Uh-huh. And they still... Go here where we will never hear of you again. Why? Why what? I don't know. It just seems like a complete waste of resources. It's a luck thing. You know, sailors and their luck. Yeah, that's true. It's like a big thing. That's true. I think it's way bigger. I know it's a thing in aviation. Yeah. But in, I don't know. I guess I didn't fly as much. I was in maintenance. And I know female pilots talked a lot about the issues with the luck and them being female. So maybe it's also an issue. But I- I think it has to come down to the luck with the Willie D. I think it's got bad luck. Get rid of it. I think the superstition among sailors is stronger than in aviation. I think a- the only reason it's in aviation is because it's similar. It's like an outgrowth of sailing. Yeah. Is flying. Yeah. It's like the next level. And so they brought that with them. If you crash your boat in the middle of the ocean, you're kind of screwed. If you crash a plane, <laughs> you're pretty screwed. So, that, yeah, it makes sense. They're both superstitious. So, um, in Navy.mil. Okay. So If you have a .mil, that means you are on a military website, right? So, Navy.mil references this event. I want to read you the little paragraph in which they describe what happens. Okay. According to <laughs> the government, during battle drills on the 14th, I'm, par- I'm shortening it a bit, but I'm not changing the words. William D. Porter inadvertently fired a live torpedo at Iowa. However, the destroyer signaled Iowa in plenty of time to allow the battleship to turn hard to starboard parallel to the torpedo's wake. The torpedo exploded some 3,000 yards astern of the mighty man of war. William D. Porter completed her part in the mission and steamed west to Bermuda, where she arrived in November 16th. Completed her what part a, of the mission. Yeah, what a smooth over of that whole event. Yeah, absolutely did not complete their Signaled part of Iowa the mission. Signaled Iowa in plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> that that was the most heinous to me. That's wow. what That's the official statement. What an official statement. The, the military government statement of what happened. No, I, sorry. It oh. wasn't, a, wasn't a question. That was a statement. Like, oh. what, a, like what a statement. Oh. Not what statement. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what a statement to make. Now, the Willie D does end up having several more adventures, (laughs) but we're going to skim over them in the interest of time. It's only up in the north for a year and a half before they're like, fuck, we really do need you. Come on back down to the Pacific. We're going to use you. Uh, It joined the war officially in 44. Shot down. (laughs) 
a whole bunch of Japanese planes. Okay. As they hope to do. Right. Also shut down three American planes. Well. Well, uh, you know, in its defense, because of the kamikazes, the gunners for these boats were really, really trigger happy. Yeah, That's what I read. I believe and it. And so they would shoot before knowing often. I, so uh, they did shoot three American planes down. Still. Um, they got a reputation. Anytime a new ship hailed uh, the Willie D. Yeah. They would say, don't shoot, we're Republican. And that's like the Navy joke. The whole Navy would say, don't shoot, we're Republican. To the Willie we're D. Americans. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they saw them, don't, don't shoot. shoot. Don't shoot. I'm Republican. We're good. We only did that <laughs> once. We only did that once. Um, God, you we're know, never going to live that down. Generally, people just kind of made fun of them. Uh, and the Willie D crew eventually <laughs> was like, all right, yeah, that's fair. It's fair. But they did accidentally riddle the sides of the Lewis, USS Luce with gunfire. They shot someone. <laughs> One of our own ships. Oh just my god! Riddled the side of Whoops. it. Whoops! <laughs> In the war, um, they had. Uh, now here's its final story. They are hanging out with some other destroyers and a Japanese plane that's made of wood and canvas. Why would it be wood and canvas? Radars, yes. So it got past the radars and it came in without anyone knowing, and it dropped below the clouds, and all everyone was like, "Oh, it's right there." Yeah. But it was too late for them to shoot it, and so they were like, "Guess it's gonna hit us." But at the last moment, it kind of veers and goes into the water. Everyone's like, "Oh, yeah." We almost died, right? Yeah. And then underwater, the plane explodes and blows. A massive fatal hole into the Willie D. Really? Yep. From under the water. Yep. It sinks in three hours, but wow. not one crewman died because that was the only luck they got. Yeah. <laughs> in the four year, three years of service, two years. My goodness. Um. Yeah. The whole crew survived. So. Um. I bet they're all glad that ship's gone. It was, I want to see, oh my gosh, can you imagine if we were marine archaeologists or explorers coming across that ship? How exciting would that be? That'd be pretty cool. I would just be tickled pink. I don't care about any of the other ships. I want to see that <laughs> I one. know, this is my new favorite. Yeah. The infamous <laughs> Willie D. The, the underdog. The, just series of chaotic events. Oh, I love it And they so essentially much. did nothing. No. <laughs> Messed up a bunch in the beginning. Shot up the loose. <laughs> kind of waited around for a year and a half, which is a long time. Mm -hmm. In the middle of a war. Nothing. Yeah. In the middle of a war. And then went to battle for a little bit and sank. Yep. So has your opinion of the Navy evolved or changed at all? Honestly, it's it did, but it just... It changed into how I view the army. Just it. Just that these are regular people in charge of these insanely complicated, really important things, mm -hmm. and they just stick anybody there. It seems anybody. like anybody. Huh? Just do this. Make these critical decisions, and then they don't. And it all goes to shit, and everyone's like, oh, well, let's blame the one guy who made a mistake. Right. 
instead of all of these other reasons like how did we get here it's yeah not- it's not like nothing went wrong yeah. until that guy made a mistake it was clearly a lack of leadership on that boat so many things went wrong yep. to get to that point and they're like let's blame the one guy that didn't do something so yeah that just i guess it just solidifies the opinions that i already have about the military is that they blame the wrong people and they don't fix the issue they just keep going so, like it's accomplish the mission no matter what if you ever time. meet someone who is in the navy you can kind of see them a bit more like comrades right like that's how i feel before yeah. i was like i don't know shit about the navy i don't care right i'm army yeah but now i'm like you guys get it don't you <laughs> it's more humanizing to me you know i can't also i can't imagine because all they do they're on a boat it a sounds ship miserable all the time. Yeah. So if you do anything to mess that ship up, You're where there's under eyes, twenty seven hundred people on it, and you messed it up for everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, everyone's gonna hate you. I've definitely messed up right. in the army, but we're we're just working on like one helicopter right. that has like in only safe f- conditions. Yeah, that only has a few mm-hmm. people on it, and it's mm-hmm. a big deal. I yep. can't imagine being in the middle of the ocean and you mess something up for the entire boat. Oh my god. What was the most shocking thing you heard today? (laughs) The most shocking thing I've heard is just the, I think was the signaling with the spotlight and then the flags and then the radio and how different they all were. (laughs) None of them knew. None of them had any sense. Like, yeah. They probably don't teach you how to say friendly fire, (laughs) which, well, they should because we've been taught that. Yeah friendly fire watch out like that's like a big deal so i don't they should have known (laughs) like when you were saying they shot down three american planes i'm like that sucks but it makes sense Mm -hmm. you shot down like 70 japanese planes so the percentage is not terrible but you don't want to hear it you know like how you see planes flying through the sky all the time Uh right how often can you identify that plane you just go me never it's a plane (laughs) yeah it's a plane yep we shoot down planes start shooting at it But they're also going to be probably escorting aircraft carriers and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know the situation, right? But it's just like they stuck all these regular people on this boat with no training or it feels like no experience and then expected it to go well. Who said yes to them coming? Right. The Iowa did. That guy. They should be responsible for their decisions. Yeah. Someone said, yeah, this is a good idea. Even the Iowa was like, yeah, punish Dawson. And and except FDR. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's a reason he's my favorite president. Always has been. He's the only one that was like, no, don't fucking. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) What are you, five? You know, take some responsibility. It's fine. It's not going to hurt you. It's going to ruin this guy's life. Yes. You know, you're still going to have money, family, a life. Yeah. Just maybe not the exact career that you thought you deserved, but you'll be okay. They probably don't, shouldn't get the career they thought they deserved. If they're making decisions like they made, no, that's not leadership. No. But it's a fun story. The time we torpedoed our own president. Hey. So you got a moral of the story? Take a minute. Don't volunteer. Don't. Okay, we're going to take a minute to say, you know, uh, oh, sorry, we are yeah. very happy to be out of the military. Yeah. It's wonderful. 
It's very nice. My moral of the story is sometimes it be like that. Sometimes it be like that. You know, I, my, like, you know, the army has the same thing. You got all these leadership making these poor decisions and then you're getting blamed for it. And it's like, I told you three times this would happen. Yep. And you didn't listen. Yep. And then it happens. And then you're in trouble. And, and not then the now leadership. I'm in charge. So yep. I quickly, I turned to, I'll just watch this ship sink. Right. Yeah. You have to have that mindset. Yeah. In the army, you have to have the mindset where it's not your fault. Like you're not in charge. So you can't carry the emotional responsibility because it yeah. will destroy you. I, this clearly needs to happen. It's not going to happen. Because no one's going to listen. And you say stuff in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then no, they don't mm-hmm. do anything about it, right. and then it goes wrong. And so after that, you go, why am I stressing about it? It's not my problem. I'm not going to do it. Why? I've already tried doing something about I've it. I've seen Nothing people happens. try to fix the problem before it becomes a problem, and guess who gets in trouble? Yeah. The people like, trying to fix the problem. What are you doing time. That? Why are you doing every that? Time. Stop doing shit like that. Yep. Just And they're like, I'm trying to it, save. If I don't do this, then stuff's going to happen. Nobody told you to do that. And then it goes wrong. Yeah. So you just go, I'll just watch this ship sink. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank God we haven't been on a ship. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'd be way more stressed. Your ship would actually sink. If I'm like, hey, if we don't fix this, our <laughs> and, whole and I'm ship on is going to go and down. That, I don't yeah, and I'm die. a part of it. Yeah. It's not oh, the same. Yeah, it's not the same. Aviation, stressful. you could say, I'm going to watch this ship sink. But you're going to be okay. You're not yeah. dying. It's just, it's just that <laughs> it takes longer than it was supposed to. Yeah. And you were like, someone gets the trouble. You'd have just done what I said. This someone gets a finger cut time. off. We've seen that happen, you know. Yeah, it's but the whole <laughs> boat isn't going down no. with thousands of people on it. Right. So, um sources, mm, the majority of non-evidential experience comes from a story that was done by a naval historian in Australia. Oh. So that's in our references. I have a ton of sources for this uh, story because I wanted as much supplemental evidence as I could. And also, I didn't know a lot about the Navy. So I wanted to know what I was talking about at least a little bit. Yeah. So you'll see a ton of sources, but most of it came from the story um, from a naval Australian naval historian. Um, but I also did a lot of pulling from the war diaries which if you're into world war ii and you want to like oh i like this date on this ship go look up the war diaries it's super cool and, <laughs> but i'm a paperwork person yeah. maybe it's not super cool to just other military documents yeah it is <laughs> but you know me like i was like wow look at this wow. compared to this you could totally see their personalities yeah. shining through yeah um, thank you to Teresa Sudan for our music, as always. Incredible. Thank and you. we're so lucky to have you be a part of our experience. And uh, subscribe, rate, and review. But you don't have to. You do you. You do you. Thank you for listening. We're really grateful. Yeah. And we're having a great time. And uh, if, oh, oh, if you would like to reach out to us, we have a Twitter. That happened, Red and Scoot. We have an email. You can just email us. I know emailing is like more difficult, but it seems to be the most consistent way yeah. to reach out. You can email us at red, the letter N, scoot, R-E-D-N-S-C-O-O-T. Red and scoot. At gmail.com. Uh, let us know what ridiculous stories in history that you'd like 
me to teach to scoop. Or I can teach to red. Well, it's going to our email. It's going to be a me. I know, but uh, then <laughs> I just really want someone to just do all the research yeah, okay. and then email it in and then I can just read it. So, Scoop, you know, we're coming up about another three or four episodes. That's usually, are you going to do another episode soon? I think You're I need on more air. time. I think I need more time. All right. <laughs> God, all right. I did. Just let me do it. I did my <laughs> first one and then I was really eager for my second one. And then you didn't. I said I'm going to do another one. Yeah, yeah. And then I, man, I waited forever to do it. And then I rushed it. And I wasn't happy with how. No, it went. your second one was great. It, it was. was I think it went well, but and it I wasn't think that's what normal. I wanted. Your first one's so exciting. Your second one's always a letdown. That's, that's just true. how it feels. That's, that's true. You just got to push I, through it. You, you know, can't avoid it forever. Push I, through it. I think I just don't have a topic that I want to research yet. I think that's what the main thing is. You don't have a running Excel sheet of all the ideas. I have that interest ideas, uh huh, but I'm not interested in them. Does that make sense? Yes. Oh. No, I'm interested in lots of things. I do have one. Okay. Okay. I'm do gonna, whatever you're interested. I'm gonna in. start doing it. I heard about this literally two days ago. Yeah, that's what and I'm waiting for. It just for. came out of nowhere. I'm waiting I for like, a sign. I have to do this story, <laughs> but I also listen to a lot of stories and read a bunch of random stuff. And so I spend my time sifting through things. Mm -hmm. It's easier for me to get things that I'm like, wow, I really want to talk about that. I, I have something that I'm passionate about that mm -hmm. I feel like no one talks about. Ever. What, cars? No, I can't tell you because this is a different episode. Vanilla ice cream. No, you're not going to get it. I would love to hear an episode about the origins Why of vanilla. vanilla ice cream is Just the best. The story of vanilla, right? From beginning to end. I am I here for that. Down. Yeah, write it down. But meanwhile, we're going to let you go. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.